shout. Cry out and shout. Cry out and shout. Cry out and shout. and to praise and with this particular song if you see the person walking next to you as they march around the church feel free to join in my brother Dan is going to be leading the way with the high praises of God in my hand and a two-edged sword in my hand amen we'll march right on to the victory side
worship you in this place Lord hallelujah you know the the verse the line that struck out there was come to the father you know tonight we have come to the father and the way that we are able to come to the father is through Jesus the son we've come to exalt and praise him and I don't know whether you are someone who is playing about in the shallows and watching and wondering but I urge you tonight dive in to everything that God has in store for you oh hallelujah we just worship you in this place Lord hallelujah I just exalt you in this place Lord and in the name of Jesus we just pray that your presence will just rain down in this place. It will just rain down. Oh, that the windows of heaven will be open and the latter rain shall be poured in this place. In Jesus' name. If you're a praying person, I want you to pray now that this meeting will be such a deliverance meeting that God will just lift himself high as we begin to praise. Hallelujah. If you speak in tongues, just feel free to speak in tongues. This is a free house established by the living God. And speaking in tongues is allowed in this place. 
We pray, God, that you shall divinely visit us tonight as we praise and worship you in this place. Oh, hallelujah, that we shall go higher up the mountain than we've ever been before into fellowship with you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For he is Lord. He
Jesus. We just love you, Jesus. Oh, shora basala balabasando. Come and magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. 
Oh, hallelujah. Our hiding place is in you tonight, Lord. Oh, we just glorify and praise you. Hallelujah. Some of you, I can see in this room, are taking like ducks to water. And some of you in here are hoping we get back to Gretna Green as fast as we got here. Hallelujah. But we pray that you'll be blessed by his ministry. His ministry. You know, I've been a little bit perturbed with all of this. And I will say it, but I realise, you know, I realise that the people here are, uh, uh, you know, ascribing honour where honour is due, maybe. Pastor David Shipman and team. This is the Holy Ghost ministry. I, I, you know, I could have not come if I, you know, the thing is this, is that the Holy Ghost would have still been here. Because this is a Holy Ghost ministry. As uh, one man used to say in our meetings years ago, there are only two big speakers here tonight. And there's one of them. And there's one of them. The Holy Ghost is the speaker tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, we just give you glory and honour and praise. This meeting has been in pregnancy for around 16 years this meeting has been in the plan of God since the beginning of time but I was aware of it in 2002 when a lady who lives in Irving sadly too poorly tonight to be here walked into my house in Coventry and said David you'll never guess what there's a lady up in Scotland who says you haven't lived until you've been to a glory meeting. You haven't lived. I lived with Scottish people for 14 years. So, you haven't lived. And I, and I just thought then, I thought, God, is that, you know, uh, something that we're going to be moving towards? And then a few years ago, I was in the middle of someone's house in Wimborne in Dorset. And I just declared, we're going to Scotland. You were there. I was there in David and Cynthia's house, said, we're going to Scotland and we're going to have a convention. And, you know, and in the fullness of time, you are here in this thing that God's been planning for 16 years. You are here. And the thing is this, is God says he will reward those who diligently seek him. If you are a seeker tonight, you know, you can't join this ministry. You just run with us. Hallelujah. As we seek to praise and worship God. There is no commercial operation of this ministry. It is a spiritual operation of love, joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. You know, the, the, the founder of this ministry used to talk about the joy leg and how a two-legged stool is of no use to anyone. And you know, the two, the three things, righteousness, joy, and peace. And the thing is this, you have a lot of righteousness in church, you have a lot of peace in church, but where is the joy? Where is the enjoying Jesus? Hallelujah. And this ministry is a ministry of joy being spread all over. And now in the land of Scotland. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is the first time ever there has been a glory meeting in Ayrshire. So thank God for that. And who knows, maybe it won't be the last. I've got a couple of announcements I want to, uh, I want to make. And then we will take our offering at this stage, if that's okay. I want to read a little scripture to you. Praise the Lord. And it's from the book of Joshua. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
And I'm only going to read this one scripture, so don't get too excited because we're not, doing, we're, not, we're not going into Bible study. We're doing an offering in a minute. But this is the scripture that God gave to me. And he said to the people, proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. Tonight, we're marching spiritually around Irvine, around Prestwick, around Ayr, around Troon, around Arran, around Butte, around uh, Greenock, all of these places. We are marching wherever you are from because the Lord has given you this city. The Lord has given you your town. Hallelujah. And you must blow the trumpet in Zion and proclaim the Lord has given you the city. Hallelujah. We're going to take a march offering now, if possible. And um, I noticed you had a couple of offering baskets. What we would like to do, if possible, pastors, is could we just put one of the baskets down here? Because we like people to march round. And as you're marching round, you might just be marching round. And uh, if you do give an offering, we need to declare now from the off, we, we want to bless this church. Okay? So people who have travelled... Please consider this church and the hospitality. We want to bless this church. We're not taking anything today. It's all going into the work of God here in Irving. Hallelujah. And, you know, as you're marching around, just think, the Lord has given me my city where I'm from. Amen. We'll march that way around. Dan again will help us out by taking the lead. We'll give him all the praise. We'll give him all the honor. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to move the microphone down now because our meetings, how they work, as I said, there aren't any big speakers. What we do is we have testimonies and things about the goodness of God. And so what we might do is we'll have some people up and we might ask you to come up. We might ask you to come up. And if you come up, tell us about Jesus. Tell us about what he's done for you in your life. Tell us and encourage us. You know, this is a body ministry. This is a body ministry. And I hope, who's blessed so far tonight? Who's been blessed so far tonight? The Lord bless you. Real good. Hallelujah. So, we'll have, um, there is a man on uh, Facebook who uh, is uh, always going about. And, uh, and so, I want to invite Nigel to come up. And uh, you can do the rituals that you need to do to get these people free. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is glory man himself, Nigel. Give him a hand as he comes. Come all the Praise way the from Leicestershire. Amen. Amen. Cover some 355 miles to be with you all tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. And every mile is worth it for Jesus. Amen. Praise his wonderful name. You know, put your umbrellas down and enjoy the latter rain. Praise his wonderful name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the Bible says, he anoints your head with oil. Amen. Your cup runneth over. Praise his wonderful name. It's wonderful that God has made us beautiful, isn't it? He has anointed you with oil that smells good. Praise the Lord. Esther had to be specially beautified and prepared with all sorts of oil before she appeared before the king. In the case of the Lord, you and I come as smelly as you are. It is the king who cleans you up and anoints you with oil. This is sacrificial love, my friends. A good demonstration of this love can be seen in Zechariah. The priest Joshua stood in dirty clothes before the Lord. Satan was also there accusing Joshua before the Lord. God himself rebuked Satan, reminded Joshua of his status as a brand plucked out of the fire and clothed Joshua in new clothes. Hallelujah. I don't know what voices have been whispering the conversations into your ears. 
Rise up, my friends, for your dejection today and that stand before your father. He himself will rebuke the accuser for you, remind you of your identity and give you new clothes. He is your good shepherd who will guide and feed you. He will protect you even when you go through the territory of the enemy. He will make your enemy ashamed as he anoints you with the fragrance he loves. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Raise your hands and praise the Lord. Let's all stand before the Lord and jump seven times for Jesus. Hallelujah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm just going to sing you a couple of songs. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Tony's come all the way from Essex today, came on the plane. I worked out that for all the people who have travelled, we've actually travelled one and a half times around the world when we put all our mileage together. That's rather impressive to be here today. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not as tall as Nigel. <laughs> uh, isn't Jesus wonderful? Whatever we go through, we have a well inside. Remember what Jesus said to the woman at the well? He said some very, very fascinating things. I'm just going to quickly look at it. In John chapter 4, we all know the story. Jesus had to, was sent by the Holy Spirit to go to Samaria. And Jesus has been sent by the Holy Spirit to you tonight. Everyone. He said, I must needs go to you. You, you and you. He said, I must go to these people. He's been thinking about it for 16 years, but he's, he's here now. And he said, what did he say to you? If you knew, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, I'm coming to you, if you, you would ask me to give you a drink. And he would give you living water. Living water. Now, there's a little verse in Jeremiah. I won't speak it all because I've got a whole load of stuff here, but I won't do it all because it's miles too long. But in Jeremiah 2, he says he's got something against the Jews. He said, look at this, he said. My people have committed two things wrong. He said, they've forsaken me, the fount of living waters, and have hewn themselves cisterns. No, they decided that they would have their own cisterns. They wouldn't come to God, but they would have their own cistern full of water. Now, under Jerusalem, there are big cisterns. As they hold 240 square metres of water. And they're right by the Temple Mount. Now, on the, on the last day of the feast, a, a priest would get a, a golden jug which holds two litres, two pints of water, and he would go. But would he go to the cistern? No, he didn't go to the cistern to get water. He went further down. And he went down to the Pool of Siloam. He went down through a gate called the Fountain Gate. Today, you can go with Jesus to the Fountain Gate. He went to the Pool of Siloam. Now, if you read in Hezekiah, where was the Pool of Siloam? Well, another story talks about, remember the man who had mud put on his eyes? And he said, go to the Pool of Siloam, which means sent. Remember that bit? In he said it means sent. Now, why did it mean sent? Well, what happened in, if you go in, into uh, 2 Kings 2020, you'll find that Hezekiah blocked up the only spring that was in Jerusalem and built a conduit and a pool so that the water would be in the city, not outside. And this was what it means when it means it, the water was sent. It means it was conduited into this pool. And the reason they didn't use the water in the cistern is because they had to use living water. They had to come with living water. They had to go to a pool and live. Now, this is God's humour. Remember when this man was healed? He got 20, it's in 2 Kings 2020. The man got 2020 vision. <laughs> Hasn't God got a sense of humour? They got, he got, but you, if you get born again, you get 20-20 vision in heaven to see the heavenly things because it says you can't see it unless you've been born from heaven. But if you're born from heaven, you can see it. 
This is a wonderful picture of what God does. He wipes away. You say, what's going on in these meetings? Well, if you get born again, you'll know what's going on. And so what then did that priest do? He He went back up through the water gate, back up into the temple, and poured water. This water, this living water, had to be stagnant, had to be living water. Didn't have to come from a well, had to come from a spring. Living water, and he poured it into a, a silver trumpet. And it poured down. And there was another priest on the other corner of the, of the, um, of the uh, sacrifice there, on, on the altar. And he poured in an offering of wine. And these two would mix together on the altar. And the silver always speaks of salvation and redemption. And gold speaks always of God. And so here we have this wonderful picture of this water and wine being poured into, into salvation. And no wonder it says about drawing water out of the wells of salvation. But you'll, under, but you'll note that when I read that little bit about the fountain of life, that, that word, when they translated it into the Greek, is exactly the same word as the well of life. The fountain of life and this well that we have inside, we draw out of, actually means a fountain. And it's exactly the same when he talked to the woman at the well. He said, you'll have a fountain inside, springing up. We have a fountain springing up. What into? What into? Whatever lasting life. You can have tonight a fountain springing up in everlasting life. It's incredible. You see, you think that the fountain has stopped, but it won't. You think, I've got to draw water out of this well, but it's not. The picture is of a fountain. What does he say? He talks about coming with floods. I'll pour water on him that is thirsty. He doesn't say you have to get a bucket to get it. He said, I'll pour water on you. I will pour floods upon the dry ground. It's what did he say? Look, let's see what he said. Then they, wrote, they read some scripture. After they poured this water in and the wine, they read the scripture called the Halal, which is the whole of Psalm 113 to the end of Psalm 118. And if we read a little bit of the end of the Psalm 118, we'll see something wonderful. I've spoken about, a little bit about this before. So they read all these psalms, and then he goes to the end and he said, um, Open me the gates of righteousness. It's Psalm 118. Verse 19, and I will go into them and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord, which the righteous shall enter, I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. I will praise thy stone which the builders refused. This is talking about Jesus. Has become the head of the stone of the corner. This is the more doing. This is marvellous in our eyes. Now he's talking about opening up the salvation. Then what does he say? This is the day the Lord has made. It's not this day. It's not Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. It's the day of salvation. The day of salvation. uh, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice in it. We're to rejoice in the day of our salvation. And then he goes on. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord which hath shown us light. Then he talks about binding the sacrifice with cords even to the horns of the altar. And that's what they were doing. Then they were sing, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. And then at this point, there was a little lull while the altar was being prepared. And a man stood up, and he cried out. He said, 
Now, what did you say? Where are bits are we? If any man first come unto me and let him drink, he that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, do you notice this fountains, it's wells of salvation. It's fountains of salvation. It's not just one, it's rivers. It's rivers, it's fountains. That's why Jesus stood up and said it then. So you can have a fountain. It goes on for everlasting life. It doesn't matter whether you feel like it or not. It's still in there. I've had a rough time. But because I have a fountain inside, it don't make any difference. We all go through times, don't we? We don't feel anything. But faith says there's a fountain inside me that is springing up into everlasting life. That means it, it's eternal life. It's a God life fountain. And it flows and gives us abundant life. Isn't that wonderful? What he wants to do for us. So we tonight can draw on these wells of salvation. With these fountains. It's not that we have to throw a bucket down. That's what he was saying to the the well. You think you have to go and be religious. But he said, no, 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 no. He said, you can have a, this springing up of life inside of you tonight. And it, what is this? Now, it's the only time that John says anything and explains what he's talk, Jesus is talking about. Only time. So it must have been important that we mustn't miss this. And he said, what is this? This he spake of the Spirit. So he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Now, why did he say that? Because it's exceptionally important. It's the only time. He says anything like this, explains what Jesus is saying. It means you need to get full of the Holy Ghost. You need to be so full. You need to enter into this fountain of life. You need to get born again if you're not born again. You need to have a real experience of God. You need the fountain of life to come into you and change everything, which is what he promises to do. That spirit which changes us from glory to glory can dwell in you and change you and change you and make you different. Hallelujah. It makes you so different. You'll never even recognize yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus does for us. Isn't he wonderful? Thank you. 
everything I was going to say. <laughs> Literally, I have written down a few things that the Lord was just giving to me in the first parts of this meeting. I tell you, this meeting is of eternal significance to some of you people in this room. It's of eternal significance. Do not miss this opportunity that you have got. When we were praying in that room, I just saw that the God was saying, Lazarus, come forth because people have been bound and have been tied up. And this is the time that God is saying, come forth, hallelujah, come forth, hallelujah. Oh God, because you know, he has opened the life gate for you. Hallelujah. And for me. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes you think I need a revival in my soul. I sometimes think that on a daily basis. I need some life. But God has opened the life gate for you and for me. And I've written down here, if there's anybody that needs salvation, one drop of the blood of Jesus is enough to wipe away every sin, every stain, every guilt, everything that, has, that you've done in your past. One drop. You don't know who this God is. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will take your sin as far as the east is from the west. It will never be remembered. Hallelujah, he has wiped the slate clean for you. Hallelujah, and for me, hallelujah, the life gates have been opened for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lazarus, come forth. What has been dead? You might think, my life is over. Things have died tonight. God is telling you it isn't over because the life gate's been opened for you. This is of eternal significance for you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I've been right in here drinking at the wells of salvation. Oh, God, he's telling us the same thing for some reason. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God that the salvation that he purchased for us is eternal. It is living water that we can drink of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were speaking the other night that God has given us the ministry of salvation. He has given me the ministry 
of salvation, to minister the salvation to myself sometimes. Oh God, this life that is within us, this water, this living water, is to continually remind us that he paid the price. He purchased my salvation. He lives righteously in me. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. It doesn't matter what you think of yourself, what you've done. Hallelujah. He is all that matters. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. You know, he said to those people when he was calling Lazarus, he said, if you will only believe, you will see the glory of God. If you will only believe tonight, the power that's in this place is the power to heal, to save, and to deliver. Hallelujah. To set you captives free. Hallelujah. To give you rejoicing heart. To open up the life within you to open up the gate hallelujah for him and his glory to come in if you will only believe oh hallelujah he is worthy he's worthy shall we just stand together in agreement tonight that God will set every soul, every captive free in this room, hallelujah, that you will start to see and believe, hallelujah, that you will see the glory of God outpoured in your life. This is of eternal significance. I'm telling you, it's of eternal significance. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We thank you that you have done all things. Hallelujah. Pertaining to life, you've given them to us. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Oh, Father, we pray that every bound heart in this place will be set free in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that every blind eye will be opened in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every sick body will be healed in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I pray for every downcast soul that you will set free in tonight's meeting, Lord. I pray, Lord, that there will be a new awakening. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, we thank you for the life that is outpoured in this meeting. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's make this our prayer. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Into every person in this room tonight. Meet everyone where they're at, Lord.
gentlemen in this room can you tap that lady for me tap that lady can you come here for me please can you come here the Lord has seen you praying the Lord has seen your travail the Lord has seen you crying out and the Lord will remember you. And the Lord will remember your family. And the Lord will remember your circumstance. The Lord will remember you. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, kando shoto raba baba bakara raba baba sondo. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, just pour the balm of Gilead into my sister in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory.
again for you and for me hallelujah hallelujah he is here tonight he is here tonight this is a wonderful atmosphere and we don't want to come out of this atmosphere we just want to linger we just want to linger we just want to linger here hallelujah if you feel like you want to lie down lie down 
If you feel like you want to lift up your hands, just lift up your hands. If you feel like you want to speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Just love on Him tonight. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here to meet your needs. He is here to love on you. He is here to bless you. He is here. Hallelujah. He is pleased with you tonight. He is pleased with you tonight. You don't need to do anything to please Him. He is already pleased with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Surabashanda.
Exodus 3 says, carry on. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the, bu the, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses says, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. We are on holy ground ground this meeting is a holy ground experience hallelujah will we take off our sandals will we take off the thing that we carry around with us day to day and will we come away and be separate for him lord we just want to be separate for you we just want to be circumcised for you lord we just want to be pure and clean in your sight lord god at this time, we acknowledge that this is holy ground. And we do praise and worship you, Lord, in this place. Hallelujah. The Lord is here. And where he is, is holy. Hallelujah. God is here. God is here. Can you sense his presence in this place? Our meetings are traditionally very loud, but sometimes the noisiest parts are now when the Lord is speaking to every single person in this room. He might be saying, peace, be still, and know that I am God. You may be going through a very troubled time. God is saying, be still, and know that I am God. Watch me work. Watch me do. Watch me perform. Watch me create. Watch me heal. Watch me deliver. Hallelujah. We are truly standing on holy ground. I'm wondering whether we could sing that chorus please George we are standing on holy ground and when we sing this I actually want to open up the front here and anyone who needs any form of ministry who wants this blessing who just needs peace in the midst of the storm you can come out and some of us will pray with you and we'll pray that your life will never be the same again we've talked about the fountain we've talked about the joy if you need any of those things just come out now as we sing this chorus, hallelujah.
Let's just enter in. Hallelujah. So whatever you may need, you just reach out and receive. Say it's mine. I take it now. God's glory is here. You know, when you just worship the Lord and when you sing these songs, you're not just singing them to yourself. I know you're not. You're singing them to Jesus. This is a love affair. There's no other greatest love affair in this world that you could be in than in the love affair with the King of Kings and with the Lord of Lords. A love affair that lasts not just for a moment, true thing, but a love affair that lasts for eternity. You know, when you, you, you want to get in bed with the world. No. No. This is a love affair with Jesus. Not with the world. Not with myself. But with Jesus. And you know, the first question that God asked Adam and Eve. It wasn't, what have you done? The first question God asked was, where are you? Where are you? And God poses that question to us tonight. Where are you? Are you closely connected to me? Are you closely connected to the vine? Are you closely living near the living fountains of water? 
Are you drawing from the wells of salvation? Where are you? Are you taking your seat in the heavenly places with Christ? It's not about what we've done. We can't earn his love. We can't earn it. We can't work for it. But he just gives it to us. Behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished upon us has lavished upon us. It's lavished and it's freely given from him. And tonight you have come face to face with the living God. You've come face to face with the living God. Abraham and Sarah came face to face with the living God. I'm not going to read the scripture, but what did Sarah do? She laughed it off. She laughed it off. But I tell you something, the blessing of God was standing at the door of the tent. The promise that had been promised years ago had been, is standing right in front of this tent tonight. It's standing right at the door of this place tonight. And I tell you something, brother and sister, you can either laugh it off. You can laugh it off and say, ha, that's wonderful, but it's not for me. Or you can open the door of your tent and you can let the blessing of God come in. The blessing of God is not just to and sit and rest in it. This is life. That's life that's worth living. It's life and life and all of its abundance. It's, it's, it's life that's filled with, with joy, with peace, with love, with everything that we could ever need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's easy for us just to laugh it off. But tonight, are we going to open the door of our tent? My heart is open. My heart is ready to receive the blessing of God. Are you? As I was coming up on the train, I texted my friend in Lincoln and I said, I'm believing that there's going to be a shuddering. There's going to be a shift in this place tonight. And there is a shift that's starting in this place. There is a, sh there's a, a shift in the atmosphere from when we first started to now. There is a shift in the atmosphere. There is a shift in the atmosphere. And I pray that God continues to shake his earth. This is a seed that has been planted years ago and it's been watered and it's been nurtured and tonight it's flourishing out. It's flourishing out and it's springing up within you. It's flourishing and it's springing up and it's going to flourish and it, the vines and the, the branches and the, the fruit is going to go completely across this city of Irving and across Scotland and the glory of the Lord. The, the, the earth will see the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is doing something here tonight. God is birthing something in here tonight. God is doing a marvelous work in this place tonight. And don't look at us. Don't look at me. Don't look at anybody here tonight. Just look to Jesus because he is here to move. He is here to change your situation. He is here to change your circumstances. He is here to set the captives free. He is here to set the captives free. He is setting people free from the land of bondage into a promised land. I know we have a, a heaven to look forward to, but this is the promised land. This is the land flowing with milk and honey. And you are on this land flowing with milk and honey. You can experience peace. You can experience joy. You can experience love. I don't know what you're going through tonight, but you can have it. 
Because my Bible tells me and promised me that I have it. And you have it as well. Hallelujah. Stay in this promised land. Stay in this promised land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Harriet, five minutes. Up you come. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All these wonderful things we've heard, the core, the reason for it all is because his love for you. His love for you before the foundation of the world. He knew you. He loved you. And he prepared a wonderful, wonderful destiny for you. Amen. 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 And then Jesus came and with his blood, he set us free from all the stuff we picked up from the world. All the bondages, all the fear, all the struggles, all, all the bad stuff. He took it all. His blood has broken every single thing and set us free. So that we can live the lives he ordained us to be, supernatural lives, lives of being a son, of knowing his love, of fellowshipping with him, life of miracles, healing the sick. You see, every one of us has got a wonderful purpose. I mean, he's taken me all over the world. I mean, Africa, Pakistan, India. I've ministered to 10,000 people. I've seen people healed of everything. Cancer, HIV, blind eyes. Because this is my God. And there's no limit to my God. It's easy for our God. And he wants to use every one of you. Every one of us. But we have to, when we see it, it is just so wonderful. The other is, the Bible calls it death compared to life. Life of knowing him, trusting him. Hallelujah. Because he's got an awesome purpose for each and every one. That's amazing. He set us free to live the life. Hallelujah. A life of loving. A life of being loved with him. Of being a son of God. It's wonderful. And he changes us from glory to glory. It doesn't matter what age you are. Glory to glory to glory. It's a miracle life. I don't believe in sickness. I don't get sick. Hallelujah. Because I believe in the covenant. Hallelujah. It works. It's alive. <sighs> and when you know, when you give your life to him, you, these truths, you just take them like a child and live them and they work. <laughs> it's wonderful. Hallelujah. And it's for every one of you. Every one of us. And what I'm saying here is if there's anyone here tonight who doesn't know this life, who doesn't know his love, and he's our security, he's our joy. I mean, just think of getting up every day and rather than thinking, oh, what is it? Thinking, wow, today, what, what miracles are going to happen today? Said, Hallelujah. Every day. Every day. He wants us to be different. He wants us to shine. Hey! So, I mean, so, so this, is, this is what he's called us to. Hallelujah. So if there's anybody here who doesn't know this life, it's just madness not to know it. <laughs> 
Hallelujah, because you're throwing away all the bondage and the misery and you're embracing him, life, glory. Hallelujah, amen. Thank you. Oh, glory to God. Oh, bless the Lord. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Yes. Isn't he wonderful? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you want me to put it in there? Emotionally damaged, damaging things that we suffer is condemnation. One of the things it causes stress, stress becomes distress, and when we get into distress, we're in trouble. Hallelujah. But I've got good news for you tonight. It's not tomorrow. It doesn't have to be next week. It doesn't have to be a month's time. But there is now, therefore, no condemnation to those who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For listen to this, because this bit is important. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Oh, glory has set us free from the law of sin and death. That law of sin and death which leads us into bondage, it leads us into despair, it leads us into problems, it leads us into worry, doesn't have to be effective in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8 and 8 tells us, I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Now you'll remember that when Leah had Judah, she called him Judah because she praised God. The fourth child born out was praise. It was named Judah, which means praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it says here, I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they will be my people. Hallelujah. None of them shall teach his brother saying, Know the Lord. For all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. Oh, glory to God. And their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. What are you, conde what are you condemning yourself? Self-condemnation is the worst. What are you condemning yourself for? Because if you go and you have it forgiven, if you've had it forgiven, you go to God and he says, 
I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Why are you beating yourself up for it? When I have forgiven it and have forgotten what it was. It's not me. That's the Bible. That's God's word who says that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We live under things which we don't need to bear. We live under situations that we don't need. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We don't know him with our mind, our intellect, our ability, our personality, our achievements, or anything else to do with us. We know him because he first loved us and made us aware of his love by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us to Jesus. And that's where we belong. Hallelujah. That's where we are. We are in the family of God because of love. Hallelujah. If we don't accept that love, he can't force it on us. But all we have to do is to accept it. We don't need to earn it. We don't need to inherit anything to do with our own bodies, our own earthly situations. God has made a gift of salvation each one of us he's made a gift of that salvation and that salvation doesn't only involve sins it involves deliverance it involves healing it involves everything that would seek to separate us from our God hallelujah glory to God praise the Lord hallelujah he gave us the ability to know him by a sovereign act of his grace by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 2 verse 4. God in his mercy because of his great love. Made us alive. Together with him. Made us alive. Yes. Hallelujah. You who were dead in trespasses and sins. He's quickened us into everlasting life. Hallelujah. He's done it. We have the ability to do it. We couldn't do it. We don't have any, anything which would nearly enable us to do it but he did it because of his great love for us oh glory to God hallelujah glory to God praise the Lord you know I'm starting to realize just how much God wants us for himself hallelujah he wants us to be owners of him and he own us hallelujah and there's only one way that we can get into that situation and that is by having the sin removed because he can't countenance sin but glory to God he had a plan oh he has a plan and it still is working that plan is still current it's still working glory to God hallelujah it cost him everything, but that plan was fulfilled, glory to God, by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, praise the Lord. God made us 
to be righteous. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. He made us to be righteous. Yes. Oh, we might not think we are. We might not know of, of that, that peace that, uh, that Jesus can bring when we're still in the world. But he has made us to be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Then that's our position. That under the blood and through the blood and through the cleansing of the blood, we are clean. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can approach the eternal throne because we have been made clean by the blood of the Lamb. Glory, 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 glory. No more separation. No more condemnation. No more guilt. No more sin. Because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth, cleanseth, present tense, cleanseth from all sin. All sin. Not 98%, not 99%, but 100%. Hallelujah. And if we could manage 120, it would do that as well. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Praise the Lord. We have access. We have access to a holy God because we have been justified by the resurrection of Jesus Christ and he's seated in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father saying, one of mine, Father. He's one of mine. He's one of mine. Have mercy on him. He is making intercession for each one of us. Hallelujah. On a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute-by-minute basis, because he loves us dearly. Hallelujah. And gave himself for us. The plan of God for redemption is still working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have been promised the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us. Hallelujah. 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 In us. We have that. Oh, counselor, that guide. That one who leads us. The one who empowers us. The one who gives us boldness. Hallelujah. The one who, through whom, we communicate. With headquarters. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God witnesses with our spirits that we are born of God. Hallelujah. You know, I was amazed just a while ago. (sighs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I read Nicodemus, the story in Nicodemus. And I realized after about 40 years of being saved... That it wasn't an act of coincidence. It was an act that happened to me because it wasn't the will of man. It wasn't the will of the flesh. It was because God wanted me to be saved. Hallelujah. 
God wanted me to be saved. It was his will. Hallelujah. And it wasn't something which was just down to my decision. It was down to my decision. But do you know, I've realized that it was a, a supernatural, sovereign act of God that I am now born of the Spirit. I'm not patched up. I'm not having replacement. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a, a renewed bit. I've not got an, a new, new spirit, if you like. I haven't got a new part of, of me. But I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. New creation in Him. Oh, hallelujah. Not new bits bolted on or bits repaired, but new, made new. And that's how we all are. We're all made brand new by the power of God, by the Holy Spirit coming to convince us that we needed to get rid of our sin so that God could have us back into fellowship with himself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> but the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. We are new creatures. Each one of us are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Get it? The Holy Spirit is in us. Hallelujah. And this new life that Jesus brings is in us. It's in us. It's in us, my brother. Henry used to say, it's in you, my brother. It's in you, my sister. Hallelujah. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but when we see him, we shall be like him because the Holy Spirit is changing us on a daily basis. Glory to God. Getting us ready. Hallelujah. Getting us ready to go and be with him. Hallelujah. What's all this got to do with what I'm talking? Well, hallelujah. It gives us that fullness of God. Hallelujah. If I went on a little bit more and went through something else where I've been writing down. But the point is that we can be filled with the fullness of God. That is absolutely staggering. Hallelujah. The one who created the universe, the one who brought life, who brought animals, who brought plant life, who brought all the beauty that we see around us, that one, hallelujah, we can be filled with all the fullness of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What a wonderful prospect. Praise the Lord. And all because Jesus died on that Calvary's cross, shed his blood for you and me, and created that new covenant where all our oldest deeds and all our sins are all under the blood and forgotten. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I am covered over with the robe of righteousness that Jesus gives to me. Gives to me. I am covered over with the precious blood of Jesus and he lives in me. Lives in me. Oh, what joy it is to know my hand. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to Hey, hey, hey. 
can't believe it's 10 o'clock. We're not, we're going to do our benediction, but if you've been in a glory meeting before, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of the meeting, because we're going to have to have one more chorus after we go. However, we are just going to dedicate this time before the Lord, and then if you need to dash off, that is fine. Please don't, please don't feel like you've uh, got to stay for the end. But if you've ever been in a bar, there are people you have to drag out. That's what we're like. You haven't left until you've been to a glory meeting. Now, I want to ask you something, and I need to obviously, just in case uh, we're blacklisted, I don't think we'll be blacklisted, but if we were to hold another convention here, who would come? Who, who would bring people as well? Okay, I will talk to Pastor Greta about this matter another time. The Lord bless you. Have a look at the bookstall. Pat will be around at the back. And, um, and you know, the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, give you peace. We are here again tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, drinking from the well. And uh, wherever you go, may you be blessed. Heavenly Father, we give you glory and honour and praise for this time that we've had. God, this has been life-changing. This is an eternal seed that has happened tonight. And Lord, we know that whilst we sow and water, it is you that brings the increase. And we pray, Lord, that as the days go by, the increase of God will be so visible in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord.